you know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. I think the world needs to hear what we have to say. are still watching this train wreck of a show am i gonna continue watching it absolutely like (laughs) there's no question about it i absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of just peachy presented by sensibly loud media i am your host claire here without my co-host caitlin but we have the next best thing two lovely co-hosts who have been on before barry and Lindsay. hello hey okay so if you guys or any of our listeners don't remember mary and Lindsay were on I don't even know. It's been a while since you guys have been on, but you were on while The Bachelor was happening. Do you, when, what, what, do you remember what episode I had you guys on? I think, I think it, was, it was the finale, right? Was it the finale? Yeah, it was the finale. Okay. I the believe. fence jump. It was the fence yes. jump. Okay. Jump. Yeah. Well, Iconic. And I guess that makes sense having you on now too, because that was when they were, when the iconic fence jump happened with The Bachelor we had a very iconic moment happen this episode on The Bachelorette, so makes sense that we yeah. have you here. So Caitlin picked a good time to be out of town. I'd say not a good time because she'll be very missed, but she's having the time of her life in Alaska, and we will just talk everything Bachelor-related, which so much shit happened this week. Windmill gate. <laughs> yes. So much. So, right. What the hell? Yeah. There. Besides just the episode that happened this week there's just been so much stuff in bachelor nation and we're going to talk about everything but in order to just not be all over the place we're going to kind of have a sequential order of how we are going to break down everything that everybody needs to know and have all of our opinions um i feel like we all have the pretty much the same opinion but we'll still talk about it all so um basically this week is the week i always say that my favorite episode of any season is hometowns but then I watch Fantasy Suites and I'm like, wait, maybe this one is. Do y'all guys have a have a favorite? I think they're like one A and one B for me because I love hometowns because you get all the wild characters. You always get a random sibling that is just crazy, and I love Fantasy Suites because you inevitably get some kind of breakdown. In this case, we got a giant breakdown. <laughs> yes, giant breakdown. Oh my god. Yeah, I agree. I think I think hometowns is is good because. I feel like that one family sticks out, and I think that family was obviously Jed's oh, oh, or Luke's, really, to be honest. And then for fantasy fantasy suites, we found out Windmill Gate, which I I was wrong. So I think everybody was wrong. <laughs> I, I thought we all we all thought it was Jed. Yeah, like, it's because one or Tyler, one person. <laughs> I didn't even think Tyler, but for, oh yeah, poor Tyler. Is that what you said? Poor Tyler? Cause poor no, Tyler. I thought it would be Tyler too, because okay. I thought she would for sure sleep with Tyler. But then, yeah, well, yeah, and then yeah, I guess that. everyone thought it was Jed because one, one person, I feel, I feel like it was one person who exploded the internet being like, look, there's Jed in a windmill. And that's how everyone was like, it's Jed. Yes. Yes, so, for sure. Well. How wrong were we? Um, well, before we dive into the actual episode, I just want to get both of you guys' thoughts on just this season in general. So reminding everyone again, so I actually started watching, well, I've watched the series, every Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise from like day one, but 
Mary and I have literally watched together and texted about it for like at least the past four, maybe five years, probably four years at least minimum. Yeah. And then Lindsay, yep. you joined in two ish years ago, maybe a little bit more than that. I don't remember. It took a little bit yeah. to get you on the bandwagon, and then now you're. I'm all, I'm all in. It was Ben Higgins season. Okay. That was when I joined. That was a long time yeah, ago, I though. I started watching Crystals, and then my first Bachelorette was Caitlyn. So okay. that was kind of hard to hard to beat. Yeah. But I think exponentially, like, the Bachelorettes have been really, really good. Um, in my opinion, I think Hannah's my least favorite Bachelorette. Uh, she's had a lot of meltdowns, which I think is actually good in a way because it kind of shows how – uh how tough the process is but but also i don't think she was mature enough for this i think they should have chosen somebody a little bit older a little bit more i don't know i just i think they kind of missed the mark with her because she was so caught up with with the wrong people up until the end i feel like a lot of this stuff is now forced and she's trying to make up for lost time when there's not a lot of time anyway in the process she was so focused on luke p trying to change him and give him so many opportunities that she missed out on a lot of really decent guys in her group. So she's by far my least favorite, but I still think she's better than the past three bachelors. We've had. So, so true. That's so true. But see, I love, I, I shit on Hannah so much during Colton season. And then, but then I, my opinion of hers turned around and I think she was actually a really good pick, but I agree with you that she was, has been so laser focused on Luke P that she let a lot of really good dudes go. See, I kind of have a, the opposite take. I think that I've really enjoyed seeing someone who is kind of a hot mess on TV. And when they picked Hannah, I thought she's going to be so boring because she can't even put two words together. I don't think she has a problem putting two words together anymore. She just has so many emotions and kind of falls apart, but I do appreciate the realness. And I think, especially in this week's episode, you know, she talked about sex openly. They never do that on this franchise. And I just think it's like so much more interesting to see someone be so real and knowing everything we know about her with her religion. And she's having all these conflict, conflicting emotions that are real life, you know? So I think that I've appreciated that about her. Well, one thing we can probably all agree on that has happened this season with her is she has been the horniest bachelorette I've ever seen. Oh my God. She is horizontal every episode. I'm like, do you stand up ever? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think she takes the cake on this one, even over Caitlin. I think Caitlin uh, kept it together until the end, but really since the beginning, Hannah's probably made out with half the guys that she had on, yep. which good for her. I would have too. She had a, she had a lot of hot guys. I would have too. I mean, you got to test drive the car before you buy it. So, I mean, no, I totally agree. Like no, no shaming or anything. It's just, it's just funny watching and I get super uncomfortable sometimes watching, which we'll talk about with this particular episode too. Cause there were multiple scenes where I was like, ah, I'm turning away. This is awkward. Um, so she starts off with Peter, which I've loved Peter since day one. I think we all have, I don't know that there's, I've heard anyone shit on Peter which some news has come out about him we'll talk about that a little bit later but I just I love him so much and the only thing that has been against him this whole time is that and she's vocalized it too that he's just been 
a little bit slower in the process than, or she's further behind in the process than the other dudes that she's been with, but she's kept him along because she thinks that there's still something there. Um, and I've loved watching him on my screen. So, and they've had a lot of steamy makeout session, this date included. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't even know on the boat if they even said anything to each other other than, do you know how much I like you? And then they just made out constantly. I'm like, I think, oh. I think it was kind of adorable. Um, well, on the boat, let me back up. On the boat, it definitely looked like there was more going on than just making out. Because I saw a little bit of an O face from Hannah, which is fine. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like, I thought their dinner was really cute because he was, like, trying to muster his words. And I think that she was just, like, sitting there waiting for it and just, like, really waiting for the I love you. Because everyone else has told her in that group except him. So I think it was even though like their first part of the date was like really steamy and hot. I think it was still cute the way he delivered everything. Yes. Um, yes. So that's why I like him. He's like, he's like hot, but he's also cute and playful. And like, he reminds me of like a Ben Higgins 2.0, but yes. maybe not after the news. So I think he seems so genuine. Like he, he had a hard time saying, I love you, which I feel like in this process is not that unusual. Like, you should have a hard time saying I love you so quickly, but the way he went about it was so cute. And just, I, I, I was just really a big fan of it. I thought it was really cute. I feel like she kind of knew. Cause he, I mean, it was a long drawn out conversation that he was just talking to her. And like, you could tell in her face, she was just sitting there just like staring at him, like with this cheesy grin, smile on her face, just being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, she knows it's coming. And she's just like, dude, spit it out just spit it out and then he did and then now he can't stop saying it he said it to her like 16 times after he said it to her that one time yes when he did, did you catch when he said guess what and she said what and he said i love you i <laughs> melted oh my, god, oh my gosh that's so cute oh so cute. god but then this is where all of everyone was shocked because they're going to the fan they decided to go to the fantasy suite together and their fantasy suite is a fucking windmill and I knew my jaw dropped. It dropped. Oh my gosh. I was shocked. I was like, no, when I saw that. <laughs> yes, because everyone knew. I mean, it's been, they've been building this up for, well, I guess really they've only mentioned the windmill like the past like two weeks or so, but yeah. um, it's been building it up. And yeah, everyone thought it was Jed. Nope, it's our boy Peter. I'm like, okay, Peter, get it. Which I looked, I looked this windmill up on Airbnb, and you can rent it for fifty six dollars a night in Greece, which seems incredibly cheap. That is extremely yeah. cheap. I have some questions about the Bachelorette's budget. Are we are we running out of money because you had more than three dudes on this date, so they just had to throw together a fifty six dollar a night Airbnb for Peter? Like, yeah. Like, I wonder I wonder if the drawer full of condoms comes with the Airbnb. <laughs> I hardly I seriously doubt it, but Oh my god. <laughs> and so. what's the bathroom situation? There is a bathroom. I'm looking okay. at the listing right now. It has like a teeny tiny little bathroom. Okay. Cuz I think we had the same question on Be wasn't it on Becca's or whose season was it? Where they were out in like a It was Ari's and okay. and they were in like a TP. Yes. With Becca. It was so awful. I was like, where is that girl going to go to the restroom? Like she's been drinking wine all night. <laughs> oh my god. Hold that freaking TP on the sand. I'd be like, this I like I feel like I'd be in a litter box almost. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, essentially. Oh my god. Um 
And the next morning, did y'all catch that? Hannah called herself Aphrodite and Peter Zeus. Um, While I'm on my fact-finding mission, Aphrodite was Zeus's daughter, not her, his lover. So that's so much no. (laughs) That's disturbing. That's so disturbing. And yeah, but then in the morning, yeah, they were all just like big old smiles, and they, what? Who was it? Hannah or was it Peter? What did they say that you're like? They just all go, oh, oh, that's awkward. They insinuating, oh, they came together so much last night. Oh my god, yes. They said it so much. She was like, we just came together as one. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> so uncomfortable. No, uh, please make it stop. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, well, all right. That date went really well. Let's move on to the next one. And that's when they bring, they made Tyler have the next one, too. This is what they did on, on freaking Hometowns is where they make the two best first. And then we we're going to have to sit through two crappy ones. And I knew that they were going to make Luke's be last. I mean, let's be real, because that's what obviously the most drama coming but oh luke i mean oh tyler i love this oh, tyler. what a precious precious gem oh um, my goodness it's it's crazy to me how much he has taken off as as far as i mean like he seems like a great guy and like very genuine sexy as hell like there's a lot of good things for him but like his popularity over all of the other ones is insane he's almost at a million followers on instagram already but yeah like, if you follow the bachelor at twitter hashtag which I highly recommend everyone does during the show because the memes people post are hilarious, yeah. but they're almost all about Tyler. People yeah. are obsessed with this man. I will say though, that they look really cute together. They, they make an adorable couple. They're both in great shape. It's amazing. No. Yeah. They're both. Yeah. They both look amazing and they go to a spa. So they're Tana's in her little teeny bikini looking cute. And then Tyler with his freaking like eight pack abs, like who is this man? Okay. This date, Mary, Tell me if you disagree. I was so uncomfortable with watching this date because I feel like it got so sexual so quickly. Yeah. And I thought it was funny because I think that Hannah legitimately didn't know it was him for like a hot minute because he like snuck in and kind of like took took the place of the masseuse. And she was like legitimately falling asleep and then looked back and then he just pounced on her. I was like, yep. I mean, I would want him to, too. So. I mean, yeah. Well, he even told her before he even got up, he said, I'm ha- he was like, it's, he's talking about how he was like, it's so hard for me to relax. All I want to do is come over there and pounce on you. And I was like, oh, okay. I know. I was like, <laughs> Those <laughs> poor masseuses, they're just like, uh, <laughs> what do we do? I think they just like awkwardly left while then he proceeds to straddle her on the table. She's sitting there topless. You see, she's trying to like keep the towel on her. I yes, was, like, and it looked so uncomfortable. Like when they showed the aerial view of them, they were like contorted. Like it looked like they were playing what's that game called? Twister. Um, Twister. Twister. Yes. I was like, "What the hell are y'all doing with your body?" But I thought he looked so good in that episode. Like he no. looked like a leading man in a movie doing that i mean it was it could have been a rom-com on netflix or something but yeah everyone on yeah twitter and instagram were all like like i need a cold shower after this <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay. i think hannah did too hence the conversation at dinner yes yeah it's like, wow i want to go to the fantasy suite with you but i'm like all we're gonna do is have sex if we go and i'm like well can you blame her i mean yeah i can't yeah. so this is where it i'm like i understand but i'm like girl you just had sex with Peter. 
twice, apparently. Why are you saying no to this man? I mean, I guess I get it. Like she wants to under she they she feels like they don't have a good emotional foundation yet. But I'm like, how could you resist? How? See, but I think this date changed everything for Hannah and Tyler because I her emotions at the end of the night. Um, for all the listeners, they didn't have sex. She didn't want to, so they spent the night on the boat. Uh, just talking and she talked about how respectful he was all night. Like they would be making out and then he would just stop and talk to her. And she was so emotional about how respectful he was and what a good night they had. And I feel like she's really starting to have feelings for him that she wasn't having before. And I think now she's really conflicted, which was making her super emotional. That's so true. Yeah. Cause she started crying when he left. I was like, huh, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> and like, honestly, I felt the strong connection with her and Peter, but I really felt it with her and Tyler. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. I was like, but that makes me confused because then why? Like, I feel like the leads have this unspoken rule now where they don't sleep with more than one guy because they don't want the person they pick to be upset. I think so- it's really because like, she's still super torn between. I mean, I, th- I think she's torn between, at this point, all four of them until we get to the Luke scene. But I really think she's like super torn between all of them. And I think because you kind of know going into fantasy suites, well, I guess with like Ari and Nick or like the past, I guess with Becca and uh, Rachel, like you kind of knew, I don't even remember. Oh, Jason was Becca's third and she sent him home before they even went to the fantasy suite. And typically the bachelorettes will do that. They'll send one home before they even go. But Becca or um, Hannah had four. And so she obviously, you know, sent Luke home, but now she's torn between, I think all three of them. And I don't think she would have sent Luke home going into this date. I think Luke was the front runner for her. Like, but I also think maybe that was an edit that they did to build up that Luke thing, because it did seem like that, like it really did because she was doting all over him. I was like, he's so different now. And then that huge buildup. So I think that might've been an edit, but also, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, and Hannah's doing things her own way, which is another reason I really like her. She's kind of feeling through this as she goes rather than try to stick to some kind of formula that previous bachelorettes have done. So I really, I really like that. I think it's really refreshing and I think she should do her. Like she wants to have sex with more than one of these guys. Like she's not married. That's what I say too. I'm like, she's not committed to anyone. She's not, she's dating all of them, but she's not in a relationship with any of them. And I guess, well, we'll talk about it more when we get to the the Luke date because we all have many opinions on that, but let's talk about Jed first on this, her date with Jed. Okay. This, I was bored watching this because I well number one I cannot stand Jed now like yeah even even if that stuff so I I was a fan of him before I liked that he became truth we came out truthful to truthful in quotations that he came on initially for his music I was like cool at least he admitted it um if the stuff with his girlfriend had not come out I still think he would have started to annoy me as the season went on because he can't not be with the guitar or piano or singing. So I'm just, just, yeah, that. And I just don't under, I don't, I've, I don't think I've ever liked Jed, but I don't understand the relationship. And I don't like, I feel like there's no depth to it. 
They haven't yeah. really talked about anything besides his music. And she's like, she like loves Jed. And I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. I and I mean, she told him she's falling in love with him, but on this date, they hardly talked about anything but Luke. At least that's what we saw on camera. You know, they talked about Luke during the day. They talked about Luke at night. And if this is someone that you're going to marry and you're Jed, why are you bringing up Luke? I think maybe he's trying to get sent home. He's like, that's I could I get thinking. sent home third and or fourth and still have a career, still save a little face. But the bachelor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just yeah at this because I'm yeah at this point when there's the top four left and you aren't on any group that like, he's not around Luke anymore at all besides potential rose ceremonies like what does it matter to you anymore yeah. at this point like focus on her and yeah I was like you need to just shut up and he was pissing her off so much which oh my gosh I can okay the only thing I can understand with Jed is he was offended that at the last rose ceremony she was having a hard time deciding between Jed and Luke and everyone hates Luke. So I can understand like if it was me and some shitty girl, like on the, you know, that I was competing with and it was between us two and the bachelor was having a hard time picking between us two. Like I would be offended too, but just shut up about it. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. And, and he's such a faker. I mean, he said that during their daytime date, he said, I'm not battling a bunch of current relationships. (sighs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are, dude. Okay. Yes, you are. (laughs) yeah it was just the whole thing was so annoying and I feel like Hannah is like she's going down a road that she is just giving Jed so much you know she she cares so much about what he thinks like she was getting so mad because she cares about what he thinks which is scary because now she's like invested in him and yeah she said my soul is invested in this yeah I wrote it down I was like I'm like I know that's what's giving me all this sign like and I've said this on prior episodes that we've done of this show that I'm like I my gut is telling me she picks Chad and like even after this date she based she got mad at him walked away and then he tried to like comfort her and explain himself which he was like over there trying to hug on her while she was pissed I would have been like do not touch me don't touch me oh while my I'm pissed off and no. You're, no but she then I really thought he was gonna get sent home I which was, I was like yeah that would have been I amazing. thought so too and then she, she, they didn't even clarify anything. And then she said, oh, let's go to the fantasy suites, which what? Right. I'm like, so is everything okay? Like they didn't really show them. Yeah. Any resolution to that. It was just like, it's just like, all right, I'm ready to go have sex with you now. So let's just go. Um, yeah. I- which, what do I always tell y'all about men with hair that high? You never trust a man with hair that high. <laughs> and I think since they had four fantasy suites, they had to probably like cut it's, it feels like that they cut a lot of Peter's date and a lot of Jed's date. Cause I feel like, well, I wasn't really even paying attention on Jed's date to be honest, but I feel like they cut a lot, a lot of, um, there was just no depth to it. Yeah. I don't know that it was just, it was boring and yeah, they didn't show us anything. Um, and then they alluded to the fact that they didn't say if they had sex or not. They went to the fantasy suite, but it was obvious though. They did. It was pretty and he had the best fantasy suite. He had that awesome, like private cool. pool. It was like, yeah, it's not yeah. fair. He sucks. Like, what Tyler, is this? The sandals? Yeah. <laughs> Tyler C should have gotten that date. Seriously. Oh. Tyler C had to sleep on a boat all night. Can you imagine? Oh, I'd be the, so sick. Yeah. I would too. Nauseous. 
<laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Um okay. So now all the build up to our freaking Luke P nonsense. Let's get into it. Oh my god. So they they made the date start off seem fantastic and I was like crap. I mean we knew what was going to happen. I mean, because they've been previewing it. But I'm like, so why are you showing me that things are all like rainbows and butterflies right now? Because I don't want to see that. They, they know what's going to happen, but yet they give him the best date. You know, they they have put it in his head to talk about this with her. Yeah. So they give him the most beautiful place. Santorini is amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. And now it's ruined for Hannah. <laughs> That's so true. Yes. God, hor- like she's going to never want to go back there ever again, which is which sucks. <laughs> Um, I know it's so beautiful. Oh God, yeah. And I don't. I mean, yeah. They just basically. What did they do? They. They like walked around. around they yeah. sat and talked on this like ledge overlooking yeah. the Santorini view, and it was just it was really beautiful and picturesque. And they seemed fine during the day. Oh yeah, yeah. They kept- didn't really do like an activity. They just kind of like walked around, and then they like cut pretty fast to the dinner. Which is what we all want to see anyway, so I'm fine with that. You brought it up. You brought it up pretty lightning quick. I mean, they yeah, Yeah. and I think the thing that bothered me the most was when he said he would remove himself entirely from the process if she had sex with any of them, and then turned around 30 seconds later and said, "Wait, no, but if you have, we can work on it from your slip up." I was like. Hold on just one second. Well, everything was about him. And that's where I think he went wrong. Because I totally believe in expressing your faith and your values. And if you don't want to have sex before marriage, that is totally fine. And you can have that conversation. Sean Lowe on his season had that conversation with Catherine. And she's been on the record saying they didn't have sex till they got married. It was new for her, but she wanted to support him. But I think he went about it in a way that was careful and delicate. And Luke charged it. I mean, Mary... You're my single friend. What if you were on a date and some guy said to you, let's talk about sex. I feel like you would get up and leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean, coming from somebody who's not religious at all, I, I don't really think like putting like, I think that he has had issues with this, even though at the beginning of this, he like was making out with her on top of the table, like in that, like right in front of cameras and he was pissing off all the other guys and then he just like 180 and was like and just and just was a psychopath and i think that even though she is really into her faith the way that he delivered everything was so wrong and was just like dude you're on the bachelorette like there's other guys you're in the top four you're on a fantasy suite there's probably going to be connections and sexual connections with other guys. And the fact that he just completely thought that she was like in love with him only is pretty crazy to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah I totally I agree. I would have eliminated Luke night one. Cause I just, he's not my type, but <laughs> I, I, it, I can't believe it just took her this long to see because she's like, you don't get along with any of the guys in the house. And now I know why I'm like, now, you know why? Like, are you sure yeah. you didn't see this the five other times that you were like, hey, Luke, like, what's going on? Why does nobody like you in the house? And I'm just like, you're sorry, but Hannah's kind of stupid in this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that 
she really thought she had a connection with him. And she, I mean, look at the previous bachelorettes. Almost all of them are still with their first impression rose. Mm -hmm. So she feels like I have made a great mistake here. And I don't. And it was Luke. Yikes. Yeah. And so I think she feels some of that. So she feels conflicted. But what I really hated about this is Luke made it about him. And he always does this. It's not about Hannah. And it's not about their relationship. It's about what he wants for his wife. And I was really proud of her when she talked about, you know, there are so many things that I could have X'd you off my list that I don't want um, for my husband. And I think, you know, so many of the things she said were amazing Uh, when he talked about, Oh, you owe me the chance to explain myself. And she was like, I don't owe you anything. Uh -uh. That's what really, Uh she was pissed before, but when he said that to her, she, I mean, she was like, she got up, she was like, "Uh uh-uh, it is time to go get out oh of my here. gosh Ew, and then when he literally would not get up and leave and she was like get the fuck up and he just sat there i wanted to why did nobody this- come help her i don't know she was like and it why was did raining. nobody it was raining and i was like this is just also like of course it's raining like what is yeah. happening yeah oh. i i just don't think that you know I, I think this is a conversation you need to have you need to talk about sex i think he immediately put her in a defensive place and it just it went so wrong so quickly. And, you know, you can do this in a way that's delicate. And Luke totally screwed it up. Yep. I'm so glad she sent him home. I mean, for so many reasons, but. Yes. Yeah, so but in the preview that he's coming back and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, what is, like, what are you thinking? And then, Oh my gosh. And then when she was putting him in the car and he w- wouldn't get in was like, can I just take a, take a second to pray for you? I was oh like, my gosh. No, gosh, I no. And she no. Was like, no, get, just go get out of here. Oh, oh my God. It did. Is after that when she went and just chugged wine, was she chugging wine? Yes. Or am I making that up? She, <laughs> yeah. No, she, so she just c- calmly walked back over to her wine glass, picked it up, drank it and walked inside. And I was like, this girl right here has recognized her own power. And I'm so proud of her. Oh. That was somebody having a maturing moment on television. And yeah. I really loved it. I think she definitely redeemed herself with that. As me saying earlier that she is my least favorite bachelorette, but she definitely redeemed herself. I just, it sucks to me seeing that, like, cause I, I don't, I don't tolerate BS with guys. I just think it, it took her way too long to, to figure that out with Luke. And, um, that's the disappointing part, but she redeemed herself by this blow up. Cause I think it was much needed. So Oh my gosh. Yeah. There were so many great quotable moments. Um, one of my favorite things she said is I'm a grown woman and can make my own decisions. I just, yes, I love it. Yeah. So proud of her. Oh <laughs> God. Yes. Um, so yeah, preview show that Luke comes back, um, during the rose, it seems like during the rose ceremony and it looks like it's going to go down. Cause all the guys, like she's, she starts screaming in his face, like just go like he's not. Oh my gosh. It. Also, how much, how much do you love when Tyler comes up to Luke and says, or what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. backing up before he goes back to the rose ceremony, that creepy video he did. Yes. He, he literally was just paused there for, like, a minute. And then he started talking. I was like, Ew. I felt like I was watching, like, a serial killer about to go, like, massacre a bunch of people. It was so creepy. And I hate that this season that – and last season on Colton season that they are doing this like weird raw footage. Yeah. I hate that they did that in the beginning. 
in the beginning of Hannah's season. And I hate that he had the opportunity to do that. And I was like, oh my gosh. And they didn't even give her the opportunity to do that all season. They gave it to him, which is so stupid. And how much would America love Tyler if this confrontation ends in Tyler just knocking Luke down? I would love that so much if he just maybe punches him right in the face. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Everybody wants to. So yeah, everyone, it'd be like applause. Bachelor Nation would go wild. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my god but yeah so we've got a interesting i i i still don't know i know Lindsay, are you still spoiler free no i'm not spoiler free okay and neither is me i'm still spoiler free so this is still i'm still very much invested i know y'all know what happens i don't want to know what happens but i've also heard i've i haven't heard anything but i've heard that there are multiple people are, keep saying that there's a chance that any of the three like there's scenarios for all three of them to be picked so maybe whatever spoiler yeah. you've heard is not actually is it right I will, say, I will say i've read multiple spoilers so yeah so the- also another thing i did want to ask the group if we regardless of who wins or not who do we think has the best chance of being the bachelor tyler i think america is so behind tyler right now if he doesn't end up with hannah he has like a million followers on Instagram. Here's here's okay. Here's I'm, what I'll say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mary. I'm still rooting for Mike. I think I think he has a good chance. Um, but we will also see with the whole Mike Fleiss thing because he might run. But we'll see. Um, I think Mike has a chance. But to Lindsay's point, Tyler has gotten further. And regardless of if he wins or if he ends up with Hannah I think out of those three especially with the whole Peter drama coming out I think he has the best chance of being the bachelor yeah I would really like to see Mike I just don't know that like he's been off for a few episodes now so America's kind of forgotten but Mm. you never know Mike Fleiss potentially leaving the bachelor which we'll talk about later is a big deal because Mike Fleiss cares a lot about what Twitter thinks but person number next may not care what Twitter thinks here's what I I would say, because I, if I had my pick, it would be between either Tyler or Mike. So I think those are the two big ones that people are rooting for. The only reason I could, or my argument that I would pick Mike over Tyler is, so number one, Tyler, like we mentioned, has almost a million followers on Instagram. Every freaking woman in America is begging any single woman. Shit, I'm married. And I'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, you know, he has the pick of his life. I mean, there are going to be girls everywhere wanting to date him where someone like Mike, who is a little bit older, he's like 31 or so. Um, he's so sweet. Like he's, and he got eliminated. I think was he, I think he made it top six, but he was like, he was, it was the same week that Connor, him and Garrett got. Yeah. So he was like five, like fifth, something like that. But I just think that Mike has a lot of substance and I think he's old enough to be the bachelor. And I just, I think he has a little bit more to offer than Tyler would because like Tyler's just kind of looks and, but everybody loves him too. So I know, but would that be, would Mike be boring because he has so much substance and he's such a good guy, you know, Tyler's going to bring crazy young girls out. And that's what I always look for is the cast of characters. The bachelor's going to bring and like Colton was not a good bachelor, but man, he brought some a plus crazies out. I, I honestly think regardless of who the bachelor is like they always bring pretty 
decent amount of crazy slash good girls. So, because uh, I've heard that they are casted and then they don't even find out who the bachelor is until like yeah. a few weeks before they start filming. So they, That's I, mean, true. I would go for both of them, just yeah. my opinion. So if y'all want to submit me, go for it. But <laughs> yes, but if they, pull some bullshit, if they pull some bullshit and pull out of the archives when they have so many good guys to offer, I'm, I might be done with bachelor nation. I would, who would they even pull at this point though? There's nobody, everybody is so damaged. By- or like been there, done that paradise. Yeah. Or engaged or married. There, there, I don't think there's anybody really good to pull out of the archives like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and other people's arguments are that they could see Peter being the bachelor. I wouldn't, I love Peter. Um, but I think potentially with maybe not really, but let's talk about the recent news that has come out about Peter. Um, so it's come out was, I guess it was a few days ago that it dropped that Peter supposedly broke up with a serious girlfriend right before he came on the bachelor, which there's a whole long, this, his ex-girlfriend did like a, I guess she did an interview. I don't know if it was with, she did an interview with E, which is suspect, but Um, apparently they broke up even. And I think like Nick Vial was actually backing Peter up. Because I think it was like a few months that they broke up before that they even casted him. Yes. So yes. it was just like like the timing sucked, obviously. But if you go read Nick Vile's tweet thread on from Monday night, he's like backing him up because Nick Vile's been on our television like five different times. So obviously he kind of knows the deal. But um, I think it was it, it was definitely not like a Jed situation where it was like he like ghosted her to go on the show. No. And he broke up with her. And I think that's the biggest difference is what Nick said on his Twitter thread. I read that too, was that at that point he could have only at best known that he was maybe going to be cast. They could have said, Oh, we really like you. But he said, they say that to a lot of guys. So I think Peter did the right thing. He said, this girl's not my forever. I'm going to break up with her. I want to pursue this opportunity. If I fall in love, great. I don't think anybody who goes on that show is someone who is just a hopeless romantic who hasn't been talking to anyone in the last five years. Like that doesn't exist. Dating apps happen. You meet people in real life. Everyone is talking at some point in recent history. I don't think you could find anyone without a recent ex-girlfriend. I agree. And yeah, the the timing of it sucks, but yeah, they broke up in like December and he wasn't cast until March. Um, So like at least, at least three months had gone by and not that this timing means anything, but they'd only been dating like four months when he broke yeah. up with her. It's not like he'd been, had a super, super serious girlfriend where they'd been dating for two or three years and he dumped her for it. This is a girl that he'd been dating and they were long distance too. It's not like they weren't living together. They, yeah, they like, met on an app. Like it was, it was just like a fling. Yeah. And People also, break up every day. <laughs> I will say though, on the other side, can ABC be a little bit better about picking these guys? Like they have social media. They have like, I feel like they really kind of screwed Hannah over the season because they had the guy on the very first episode that had the girlfriend yes. right up until they started filming. And then they have Jed who is obviously like a front runner. And now they have Peter who's obviously like a front runner. It's like, they're either not doing their homework correctly or they need to start setting boundaries a little bit because of, because of social media 
or there's just girls out there trying to get clout and fame, um, which I think is another part of it. I think that Peter was a little outed. I, I don't really think that his is such a big deal. Um, I think Jed's is definitely more of a bigger deal. So, but I think I'm more cynical than that. I think ABC does do their homework. And I think they said, huh, you know what would make a really great story for this season? If Hannah has a top three guy that has a girlfriend back home. And I think that maybe I'm too cynical, but I think that they probably knew or had a suspicion that he was not here for the right reasons. And you know who would pull that move? Freaking Mike Fleiss. Who? Yes. Let's talk about this shit now. And oh my god, so everyone he is such a trash person. <laughs> everyone knows. I mean, anyone who is involved in Bachelor Nation at all, or is a viewer or whatever, knows just like what a fucking piece of shit Mike Fleiss is to begin with. But this crap that just came out was it yesterday that this news dropped? I think. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was yesterday. About him, I didn't. Number one, I didn't realize that he was married to a girl that was like fifteen years younger than him. Not that it matters, but I didn't realize. Number one, that he was married. I'm like, who the hell will be married to freaking Mike Fleiss? He's gross and horrible. But did y'all think she looks like Becca, the Bachelorette from last season? I think they look really similar, and it's almost creepy. Yeah, I didn't really think about it before, but I mean, yeah, she's. I mean, cute. I guess she's a cute brunette. (laughs) So yeah, sure, looks just like Becca. But um, yeah, she came out and said i guess she did she put a restraining order against him um yes because he uh, supposedly was abusive to her when she told him that she was 10 weeks pregnant with their second kid and he became like violently abusive with her and like slammed her against a wall like i i was i need to like pull up the actual article because there's some like crazy crap that has come down that between him and his wife which what a monster i mean Abuse of any type is never okay, but when someone is pregnant, like with your even kid. the worst scum of the earth would not touch a pregnant lady. <laughs> no, and like what's worse, I'm like that's your own blood in her step. Like that's yeah. like your your kid, and like the things that she was saying that he said, like yeah, she like that she needed to get an abortion um, because that he wanted things to go back to the way they were. He didn't want to have another kid, and was she she came out and said that he's always been verbally abusive to her, but that he became like borderline psychotic and she had bruises and stuff on her. And they have those like stills of, I guess a camera. Cause this all happened. I think that on 4th of July, supposedly at their ho- home in Hawaii. And um, yeah, he was basically threatening to cut her off financially um, like that. She needed to show him bank statements and stuff of her going to get an abortion and like showing her proof that she got an abortion. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is so yes. messed up. And I- I feel like I'm too a little bit, and this sounds bad, but I'm a little bit surprised that nothing about Mike Fleiss has come out until now. And I wonder, you know, because I I feel like this happens with a lot of people. It's like if one person speaks up and someone else has dealt with it with that same person, like it's just like a domino effect. So I wonder if any contestants – especially the bachelorettes will come out and say that Mike Fleiss was like aggressive or like not to speculate, but I would not be surprised if we don't hear the end of this. Oh yeah. I mean, people always come out of the woodwork when something like this happens and for good reason, Mike Fleiss deserves to be kicked out. I think from what I understand, he is not involved in the day to day anymore. So I feel like it would be very easy to get rid of him and put someone else in charge. I think he really just chooses the lead, which he's done a shitty job for The Bachelor. 
So yeah. I, I've, I've heard that he is, he'll like step down. And then I think like a woman producer who's been there since the beginning too, is like wanting to step up, which I think would be amazing. Cause yeah. that'd be, that'd be kind of a whole new switch to the franchise, I think. And maybe that's the little shakeup we need. Have y'all ever watched Unreal? The no, show on Lifetime? I tweet about how that was like the, um, I guess like that was the scenario that might happen. I was like, mm. Yeah. Uh, so Unreal is the parody show of The Bachelor and it's created by someone who used to be a producer on The Bachelor. And the picture they paint of Mike Fleiss is so dark. I mean, drugs, drinking, sleeping with everything that moves. Like, so even, even if it's only 10% true, it's not good. Not good <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I'm ready. And I think, I don't know if, if it was ABC or just like the bachelor franchise in general has said anything, but it's just that they're looking into it. Of what yeah. Happened. Oh, well they'll do a full investigation, but I'm yeah. sure he's out. There's no way yeah. he's out. Yeah. I think he's out for sure. Maybe a long gale will come back. Oh, yeah. yeah. When did he, he's been, how long has he been gone now? Just like just a year. This, a year. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. After Becca's season. Okay. Yeah. So, well, yeah, hopefully something good, ha or when I say good, I mean good, like he is gone bye-bye and yes. have, yeah, fresh new people making the franchise better. Yes. <laughs> so, Maybe we'll never hear from Mike Fleiss again. Yes. That would be the ideal situation. Um. Yep. Okay, so a couple other Bachelor-related news before we sign off. So, Bachelor in Paradise, obviously, so freaking, freaking stoked for it. Like, this is yes. going to be my favorite time of the year. Um, and this is this the fourth or fifth Bachelor in Paradise? I think it's the fifth season. Fifth? I don't need. Also, I was a little underwhelmed with the trailer. I know it was like a really short one, and we won't see the long one until probably the finale of the bachelorette but i was a little underwhelmed so we see the john paul jones and the Derek, and demi demi's yeah. there demi which is interesting and then blake having a breakdown yes but also making out with tasia and hannah right yeah so, oh he yeah. he is definitely I think going a bad route on this this season he's the dean of the season which which we is. have dean <laughs> With the terrible mustache, he, oh my gosh, I was like, I can't believe that's Dean. He looks so bad. That, that mustache is going to haunt my nightmares for yeah. a while. It's terrifying. He looks homeless. Yeah. He looks homeless because yes. he's got oh, the wow. long hair and the mustache. And I'm like, what? Oh no, what are you doing? I don't know what yeah. is happening. Yeah, um, so bad. Yes. But, so, I guess not a spoiler alert anymore because it's been outed on every single, like, uh, e news, ev everything. But it's I got an iPhone alert <laughs> about See, it. Yeah, that um, Dean and Kaylin from Colton season this past season are dating, and they both were on Paradise. And I'm like, why did? Why <gasps> would you? I I like to be surprised by things, but I wouldn't even call this a spoiler since it's just it's not really. A it must be anymore. so boring on the season that ABC doesn't care. That that's the only thing that it can be is it must be just so boring. So on her Instagram to see. Which I guess it they're saying all this came out because they're apparently both in I don't know if it's right now that they're in Spain or they were in Spain and they didn't post together on Instagram, but everyone could tell that they were essentially there together. And you're like, why would you be on a trip together yeah. in Spain if you're not? 
So it's not, yeah. they haven't come out and officially said, yes, we're dating, but it seems like pretty official that they are, which I, it'll be interesting to see it play out on TV screen. Cause I would not have put them together. if I. No, it's not two people that I particularly like. So I'm wondering if it'll be a good redemption story because when we last saw Dean, he got in trouble for his love triangle with Christina and Danielle on Bachelor in Paradise two years ago. And Kaylin had people thinking that she was conniving to be the Bachelorette. So I think maybe they both could use a good redemption story. Maybe we'll both come out of Bachelor in Paradise liking them both. But that's true. Time will tell. So, but yeah, odd, odd pairing, uh, but I just, I can't wait for Bachelor in Paradise in general. If Dean goes back to the way he was and shaves that mustache, they might look cute together, but I can't see anything with that mustache. No. It's bad. And cut his hair. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on, dude. Go to a barber. (laughs) Like, let's get real here. God. Um, But then finally moving on to the last news that makes me so happy is we have an engagement. Um. Wells and Sarah Highland are engaged. I'm uh, so happy. Amazing. I'm so excited. Wells is maybe my favorite character in Bachelor Nation. I think he's hilarious. I love his drunk Snapchats slash Instagram stories during the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I love him on Paradise as a bartender. Um, I listen to his podcast with Brandy Cyrus. I just think like they're so cute together, and this is I couldn't be happier for them. I, yeah, I totally agree. They're so cute, and they just seem so real like when I'm watching them I can tell that they actually genuinely are like in love with each other they they mesh so well together because they're both so weird they're both so weird that I'm like they're just a weird little couple and they're gonna have weird little babies and it's just gonna be perfect (laughs) it's a match made in heaven they have those giant dogs yes they have (laughs) they're gonna have cute little babies I mean it's really a perfect a perfect relationship. I couldn't be happier. I don't think they'll do a televised wedding, which makes me a little sad because I would love a TV wedding of the two of them, but that's okay. Maybe they'll post it. I could see it, but I could also see them doing like kind of like a bohemian style, more quiet wedding. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. So either way, I'm happy for them. I love them so much. So and I, and, I, I think it's just so funny how they started dating because she wa- cause she was rooting for him on JoJo season and she kept tweeting about him and like mentioning him and stuff. And then he eventually slid into her DMs and then they just started dating. Um, yeah. And they've okay. dated for an appropriate amount of time. They've been together for like a year and a half or so. So it's not like they've it- lived together for like six, six or eight months. Yes. One thing I think is really interesting is people always give Wells crap. They're like, oh, you just have a rich girlfriend to take care of you. And actually, Wells has a lot of jobs. He's a radio DJ on iHeartRadio. He has a podcast. He does all these things. And he's been out there saying, when I propose, I will pay for the ring. I'm not letting Sarah pay for her own ring. Of course not. And the ring he got her is so gorgeous. It's so, I know I'm like, that looks very expensive and it's beautiful. Yes. You're going to have to do a lot of HelloFresh ads to make up for that purchase of that ring. (laughs) Have y'all seen, have y'all seen, and he's done this a couple of times and I literally just watched it before we started recording where he does his whole segment called cooking wells. Yes, and he does he does it like cooking whales and yeah. drinking oh, whales. Yeah, yeah, it's, so funny. it's so funny. He made a earlier today he made a his mom's flank steak recipe with asparagus. It I'm literally just like like sitting there laughing and Justin's like, What are you watching? And I'm like, Don't even worry about it. You're not gonna find 
find it funny, but it's so funny. He's just so funny. I'm so I'm One so time funny. on that, he made a vodka soda with lime, and I was just <laughs> dying. <laughs> he was like, he was like, glug, glug, glug. <laughs> I love him. Oh, so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> well, any, anything else? Oh, one thing we did not talk about. This is taking totally like 15 steps backwards because we've already passed it, but back to Luke and Hannah, all their, tw- the fact that Hannah is tweeting so much on her season is so crazy to me. I don't know that we've had someone before that tweets as much as she does. No, and she got in a Twitter fight with Luke P, which I think is kind of a bad move on Hannah's part. I think she should just ignore him because he's beneath her. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but they basically it's were. So funny it. It's oh, it's so oh, funny, but like I don't even remember what all they were talking about. But talking about how he was talking about how she laughs at her sins while he's like matt or like crying at his yeah and she what i don't like about this is they're getting in like a religious feud on twitter and she's using the bible back against him and he's using the bible back against her and i'm like dudes can you just like not have this conversation on twitter because like a mockery of religion yeah i mean there's and it gets people on twitter in a fight about it and i'm we don't need any of that here just like, stop. But the fact, I mean, I knew we knew this was going to be the case, but the fact that she's arguing with him on Twitter like this, we knew, even though he's coming back to the rose ceremony, I mean, she already yelled at him then, but we know for sure, like, he's gone. Like, there's no, there's no saving him at that point. Also, also, Luke P made a Twitter j- just so he could tweet at her. So, oh, he didn't even have he, one before? No, he didn't. What a loser. <laughs> he, loser. He he started a Twitter account so he could tweet at Hannah during that episode <laughs> redeem himself. I'm like, no, honey, you've, I can't oh. wait for the men tell all. He That's- needs to get off Twitter quickly because he's about to get roasted. So hard. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. The men tell all is going to be very interesting. We uh, didn't see any previews of it. They didn't no. show any clips. No. So we have nothing. I know they have to talk to Luke P. There's no way they can't not talk to him. Right. Oh, for sure. Like that's, it's going to be centered around him. Like, cause that's all. I, I read a kind of a spoiler about the mental all, but, um, it wasn't like anything big, but Luke P is on mental all. So, okay. So I hope that they let the guys all individually roast him. <laughs> Just like one at a time. One at a time. Oh my God. Cause uh, they hate him so much. Oh, which don't, don't blame them. All no. of America. Same, same. Um, okay. Well, I guess that kind of wraps it up for this week. What I will say is I think we're going to probably have you guys on again. So Caitlin's just out living her doing all of these lovely vacations, but she's going to be out. I'm pretty sure it's the week of the premiere of bachelor in paradise, which will be a perfect time to have you guys back on to talk about that. Um, so I'll need to double check with her. Um, but regardless you guys are gonna have to come back on again because it's lovely chatting with you um I want to remind everybody and again I said this last week and I've still been really bad about it and I'm gonna be better about it probably when paradise starts um I've been super inactive on our social media specifically Instagram but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna kick it back up when bachelor in paradise starts because that seems just a good a good time to do it but we're on Instagram and Twitter at peachy podcast um so follow us there subscribe to us um send it out to all of your friends we would love for you guys to listen um and you can call in 
and leave us voicemails if you would like to. That number is 972-885-9361. With that, I believe we are going to sign off and we will catch you guys next week. Bye.